0: Welcome to the Brew Crew Review Podcast, the show by fans or fans of your Milwaukee Brewers. Alright, Brewer fans, welcome to the Brew Crew Review Podcast with our 2023 season preview as we get ready to launch opening day in the 2023 baseball season. Uh, my name is Craig and joining me is Vince Travada. today. How are you doing? Hey Craig, how are you? I just wanted to
1: to say as a quick uh, a couple things. Actually, number one, I am really excited because it's baseball season, and number two, hard to believe, um, but this is the twenty twenty three season prediction episode, and we've been doing this since two thousand four. It's kind of um, unbelievable that we've had season predictions going back that far. I'm sure that you know all of our picks are correct, but um, yeah. Anyways, I just had to say that, and also is, is Chatter Scott on for this uh, for this? milestone show here today
0: uh i don't believe so even though they've they've got the chime in number so we'll see if they if they're uh, they'll chime in and and add their um their predictions for this season uh before we get started there was um, a little bit of roster um obviously there's some competition in spring for some jobs and i guess the most well first of all let's talk about the quick just throw it out there for the rookies i know there were a number of rookies competing for spots on the team and i know all brewer fans out there probably checked in on the documentary that the mlb uh, was doing called the freshman that highlighted it uh, i think they actually featured with jackson trio who uh, might make his major league uh, debut this season uh i just saw him get a hit in spring training just before this podcast started um and then we've got uh, obviously Garrett mitchell bryce trang Sal Freelick, and joey weimer Um, out of those four guys who I'm sure likely will all see uh, some time in the Brewers uniform this season. Um, the only players to make the roster, Garrett Mitchell, uh, will, will most likely be our starting center fielder. And also congratulations to Bryce Terang, who will likely get regular at bats at second base. And he, and he made the team for the first time. So congratulations to him.
1: Yeah, uh, it was pretty exciting to see. I, you know, I've been pretty high on terrain for, for a while now. I think that, um, I don't know, you and I have had some, some di- slight disagreements on terrain and, and his upside. But, uh, you know, at this point, I'm really excited to see what he can do. I'm not saying he's necessarily going to be a, a perennial all-star or anything like that. But, you know, his ceiling, I think, is a little higher than, than some of the prospect uh, handbooks gave him. And I also think that you know, at this point, he's done all that he can do in the minor leagues and, and in spring training to earn that, that opportunity. He's, you know, he's hit well throughout his minor league career at different levels, and I, I feel like at this point, um, he deserves to, to get the chance to play. So I, I'm personally very excited that he made the roster for opening day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, he really showed well at AAA last year. Um, he's got power speed. He, he's very valuable. He can play shortstop uh second base third base um and, and yeah I really think that um you know with the Colton Wong trade this offseason you knew the Brewers had someone ear, earmarked for second base of the future and it's obviously Bryce Trang uh with Willie Peralta um selling contract uh and one of their best players at shortstop so it's cool that he was able to beat out some competition and <laughs> most likely really start- Peralta Craig Craig, that was a throwback. Sorry, Willie <laughs> Adams. Willie Adams.
1: Willie Adams. We gotta get these interns from Scotty's office on uh, on some some edits and corrections are already on this one.
0: <laughs> yep. So anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> there's there's only so many Willies I can keep track of, but yeah, Willie Adams, obviously uh, at shortstop. So um, yeah, okay. So the other more intriguing news and kind of like the Brewers storyline of the tr- spring training, so. Uh, really was Keston Hira, um, you know, he was out of options and so had to win his a job in the opening day roster for the Brewers in order to stay in the organization, most likely. The Brewers brought in some competition for him, not only Owen Miller, Mike Broussard was still on the team. um Obviously, Rowdy Flaz has solidified himself as everyday at bat, most likely at first. And they also brought in Luke Voigt, who hadn't opt-out. Um, clause At some point in the middle of spring training, he chose to extend that, stayed with the team, and the Brewers did not – well, the breaking news is the Brewers did sign him to a one-year contract with a club option for next season as well um, and gave him a major league deal and thus notified Kessian Hero that he was not going to make the roster um, and tried to trade him. Uh, Now, the breaking news just before we started this podcast was – and this is kind of shocking to me, and I'm not even sure if you're aware of this, yeah, Vince, Kestian Hira has cleared waivers and will be sent oh, yeah. to Nashville. So he will stay within the organization. Yeah,
1: that's exciting. That That is very exciting news. And uh, yes, Craig, we, we actually broke that uh, two hours ago on Twitter.
0: Oh, okay, great. Thank you for yeah, our, interns. our
1: interns. Interns are all over it.
0: So I appreciate that. Um, so... Um, yeah, so Keshton will stay a Milwaukee Brewer as of now. Fortunately, the Brewers will owe him 2.2 million dollars on his car, on his uh contract that he won. He, he was given. Um, so, so he's had some depth, and if he can hit his way back to the big league club, you know, or at least may maybe make himself, you know, have a he has a big year at AAA, maybe he can at least become trade bait again for the Milwaukee Brewers. So that is really exciting news to me that he is still a Milwaukee brewer as of this, uh, the start of the season. So that's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Craig, I agree. And you know, you and I talked uh here on our our podcast a few weeks back, uh, maybe uh two or so episodes ago about Keston. I, you know, I still think that there's value there. I think that he's got the potential to, to be a a decent bat still in the major leagues. I really like him off the bench at times as a right-handed power threat. Um, he's got good gap power, obviously, uh, strikeouts are his issue, but if there's a way that he can learn to ever control and manage anything, it's probably his ability to 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 cut down on his strikeout numbers. So I have a little faith in Keston Still, he dealt with some personal um, personal issues, you know, with his mom's uh, cancer diagnosis two seasons ago. I think that the Brewers really did him wrong with uh, his position switching uh, a year or so ago. I think that he was you know, kind of given a short leash when he didn't necessarily deserve one. So I, I am not going to give up on Keston here. And I thought, I thought it was really good news and very exciting to see that he's in the organization. Uh, and so is Luke Boyce. So we got, you know, two guys with pretty decent bats uh, in the Brewers organization after today's news.
0: Yeah. So that's great. And obviously with Keston, besides the strikeouts, it's just, uh, his lack of defense versus not only de- defensive versatility, but really a lack of defense at home at all, really almost regular yeah. him to not be able to take on a bench role. I mean, if he's not starting for a team, yeah. uh, he's going to be having given DH at bats. And if you're not hitting um, then you're not going to be giving a major league job. So unfortunately that's probably the reason why he did clear waivers. I'm guessing, but it's still a little shocking that some teams, um, you know, teams like Oakland or, Washington or yeah. the Pirates wouldn't have taken a chance on him, kind of shocking. Even,
1: even Cleveland, I thought Cleveland had a need for him. There was a number of teams. Detroit, I think, could have used him. I mean, to give him a spot as a DH, I didn't think was too much to ask. Uh, but, again, I I I disagree a little bit. I think that he does serve some value off the bench. It's not going to be defensively. So, obviously, you've got to have two guys that can kind of account for that one bench. Uh, role basically which is the big drawback with him but I still think that even his bat is good enough that it could play I really like late inning power threats uh, especially guys with gap power and and Keston Hero has that so you know there it's a long season as, as we know and there's going to be injuries um, throughout the year so I'm guessing that Keston's going to get a chance he'll be up in Milwaukee um, I would guess sooner rather than later to be honest so we'll, we'll see what happens
0: yeah, and, and the way that major league benches have, are used nowadays have vastly changed from like 20 or 30 years ago. I mean, there used to be guys with power just kind of left there and they'd maybe get one at-bat a game as a pinch hitter um, or something like that. And so someone like Cashman would be valuable in that regard too. But now uh, when roster construction at the major league level, even with expanded 26-man uh, roster still really values versatility so that they can, uh you know, get these platoons in and pinch hitting out the vans or even defensive replacements. So really, that that that's what I think really hurts Keston, but hopefully he can uh, make strides in his defensive metrics and whatnot at uh AAA this year too. So best of luck to him. I'm glad he's really kind of excited he's still in the organization. But with that said, I'm also kind of excited about Luke Boyd. I mean, here's a guy who just a couple years ago during the pandemic and his, uh, you know, the 2020 season i believe led the majors in in home runs so this guy's got legit 30 plus home run power given every day at bats and i think he really makes up for loss some of the power that we lost through some other guys like renfro and whatnot and i, I really think that he's some um he will be a valuable commodity to this team going forward and i would have been sad had, had he opted out of his you know and signed up with another team uh and i was a little yeah. bit worried about that seeing reese hoskins on the Phillies go down and then I'm in need of a yeah. first baseman and he still decided to stay with the brewer. So there must be something there and they must've really promised him something at some point within the last week or so.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting too, because the only thing that really changed in that, in that contract, I don't know if the dollar amount, um changed a little bit, perhaps they did, but the other, the other thing that was added was a team option. So it wasn't like a player option that was added to be more advantageous to void. So yeah, it's kind of interesting how that played out. I, there was like a like a 28 or 30 hour window where he had opted out of his contract, and he wasn't you know under contract with anyone else, and he wasn't coming to camp, and it, you know it sort of like you know everyone was on edge with what would happen because it was already announced that Keston wasn't going to make the um, opening day roster. So yeah, I was I was glad to to see Void stick around, and um, you know one other thing I think when looking at a guy like Luke Boyd, it's really exciting to think about what he can do in Milwaukee at AmFam Field. That is a hitter's ballpark, I think, tailor-made for a guy like Luke Boyd in many ways. So um, really excited to see what both him and Winker can do in in uh, playing playing 81 games at home in Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, and that's a fair, a really good point, Vince. There was a small, a small window of time here in the last week where it looked very po- likely or possible or even plausible the Brewers could actually miss out on Voit and Hero then at that point. And, and here, we are, here we are a couple days later, and they're both still in the organization and, and uh, yeah it's locked in. So pretty cool. Um Yeah. So with that being said, uh, we do this as annual tradition, but we're kind of going through the, um, the rest of baseball to see what, how we think the 2020, 23 season will shake out. So we'll do that. Once again, we'll start over in the American league, but then on one of your favorite divisions and that's the AL East. Um, yep. Well, do you want to, do you want me to go first or do You want to start off on your AL East prediction? No, I, can, I I can
1: go, Jeez. that's fine unless Scotty wants to jump in, but um apparently well apparently he's not chiming in for this. I know it's one of his favorite episodes every year, so a little concerned, but um no, we'll start. Uh, American League East. Um I am going to go with the Yankees and then Tampa and then Toronto. No, I'm going to go Toronto second, sorry. New York, Toronto, Tampa boston baltimore and i think the orioles are going to be definitely on the, the upswing sooner rather than later i don't think they've got quite enough to overtake boston's resources this uh, offseason but certainly baltimore is a much more exciting team to watch i'd be pretty excited if i was an orioles fan right now but i'm going to keep them fifth for for this season
0: yeah and the, with the added three wild cards in each league i think the orioles actually were kind of in the running down the last couple of weeks of the yeah uh last year, year even eke out a, a wild card spot. So they're a team with their arrow pointing up for sure. Um, yeah. So my that's AL East, I've, I've got the Blue Jays win the AL East, um, followed by the Rays, Yankees, Orioles, and Red Sox, I'll have in last. Um, and yeah, so that's the AL East. Uh, we'll, we'll go over which teams we think they'll also get wild cards here in a little bit. But um, next is AL West uh
1: all right a l west yeah another another interesting division I think that the Astros repeat uh in the West, a little biased living here in Houston, in fact, we're gonna be at the game on Thursday night here for opening day in Houston, um so that should be exciting, but yeah, the Astros are my number one pick I'm gonna go with boy, I'm gonna go with Seattle, I guess is number two. I I don't know that they did enough this off season, but, you know, I still think that there's some talent there that that could kind of emerge. Um, Yeah. We'll go with Seattle. Number two, we'll go with the angels, the Rangers, and then uh, unfortunately your Oakland A's, I think are going to be last place.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think we're going to have a consensus on the A's being last. Also Um, I'm actually going to pick again, going with a team that I think is about to break through into being a perennial playoff team with uh, their core of younger players and uh, some daft moves by their GM, was always willing to do some trades. I'm going to go with the Mariners to win this division. I think, the, sure, Astros, I think. The, the loss of Justin Verlander, obviously, they're still a good team, but Verlander now the news is that Altuve will be out for quite a while. I think we'll put them at disadvantage to we'll start off the year and I don't know if we'll, they'll catch up with them or stay. Uh, but so I'm going to pick the Astros second and then. Angels, third, who have got a couple of great players, obviously, uh, with Otani and Trout. Um, fourth, I'm i I'm going to pick the Rangers. And fifth, I'm going to go with the A's, like I said. So that is the AL West. Moving on. Yeah, it's to-
1: disappointing what's going on in Oakland. You know, I've always kind of liked the A's as a sleeper team. And um, yeah, it's it's disappointing. I don't know that this rebuild is necessarily going to pan out quickly enough for them, but um, it's interesting.
0: Well, and, and the the brewer that i guess technically a brewer that they acquired um in the trade of in the three-team trade where they uh they they traded away sean murphy landed the braves and they landed Estri ruiz center prospect from the brewers who was acquired in the the, um hater trade so he's never actually played a game for the brewers but um he did oh did he he play he sure did he did last year okay uh so you'll know that more than more than me because you're going to have to collect <laughs> his autograph, right? After, uh, last year
1: he played, and I'll have – on, Scotty's intern just got me something. He played in three games in a Brewers uniform last year, nine flight appearances, eight official at-bats, no hits, did score two runs. Uh, one is a pinch runner and one walk with the Brewers, which is his other time actually – on the base path for Milwaukee. So, yeah, he is an all-time Brewer. I did add his autograph to my all-time Brewer's collection already. Um, so, yep, we're, we're on it. All
0: right. Well, anyway, he made the team for the A's, and he'll be presumably their starting center fielder uh, this year and into the future. Um, but, again, uh, longtime listeners of our podcast know that I have a little bit of reservations on whether or not he can even be a, regu- a regular uh, MLB player. So, I think the Brewers did really make out well on that that trade yeah so um definitely. all right moving on over to the al central vince if you want to clear up your your predictions for that
1: yeah i'm gonna go with uh cleveland uh number one i like the I like the it's, a, it's always a tough division for me i'm gonna go with minnesota number two chicago detroit kansas
0: city all right um I'm going to go with the Twins as the number one team. I know that they made an a, a acquisition of Pablo Lopez this to solidify the rotation. I know that we've got Kente uh, Miata coming back uh, from injury. And they, you know, I, I think they're going to be a surprise team. And they always kind of overachieve, in my opinion. So Twins to win that division with Cleveland a close second. Uh, the White Sox on the flip side of the Twins are like classic underachievers. And <laughs> Um, I had some hope yeah. in the last couple of years, but they failed me. So I'll pick them third, uh, even though getting rid of Tony La Russa at this stage is probably a good thing. Um, fourth, I've got the Royals who, again, I think are on the upswing and then the Tigers, unfortunately, um, even though I did uh, DJ the wedding of one of their, <laughs> um, <laughs> one of their uh, front office <laughs> folks. Um, they, yeah, they're, they're dead last unfortunately in the AL central. So um yeah, I mean the that's looking like a pretty pretty good league, the American League. Obviously, um, do you want to quick uh reiterate? I uh well I'll first go over my the three division winners that I had uh were the Blue Jays, the Twins, and the Mariners, and then so for my three wild cards in this league, I will go with I think obviously the Astros will be a wild card, the Yankees will be a wild card, and the Rays will be a wild card. Um So uh, those six teams will be in the playoffs and emerging from this. I'm just going to, I'm going to pick the American league championship. I'm going to have the Mariners over wow. the Mariners over the blue Jays in the American wow. League championship. Wow. So.
1: Is this who you want or who you think?
0: Well, I think. Okay.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Um, Okay, cool. I had the Yankees, the, um, uh guardians and the astros is my division winners for my three wild card picks i am going to go with toronto i agree with you there i'm going to go with tampa uh and i am going to go with um seattle those will be my three wild card picks and oh boy american league champion boy we're going to go with the american league did you pick your al champ you just picked your championship series right
0: yeah just
1: the, the two. You pick, pick, pick your champ, Craig. Uh, let me, let me think for twenty. Seconds. Oh, I did. Yeah,
0: pick the, your, I pick picked pick. the Mariners over the Blue Jays. <laughs> over Blue Jays. Oh, that's right. Okay. Series. Got it.
1: Got it. Uh, I am gonna. I am gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Tampa. I like Tampa. All I right, think. Yeah. I think the Tampa gonna make a weird late season Tampa esque run in October. We'll see. I, I'm gonna pick Tampa. Yeah, Tampa Bay Rays, AL champs.
0: All right, sounds good. I do
1: think I do think that the Astros are going to be way better than second a second place team in the AL West. I think that they're probably going to run away with that division again. Could be wrong, obviously, but I still think that their offense is second to none, and um, I think it'll, that they'll probably be the best team record wise in the American League.
0: If I had to guess, but I I don't
1: necessarily think they're going to win the American League. Yeah.
0: If that makes sense. Well, they'd still have some good pitching left, but I mean, I've got some concerns. I mean, Lance McCullers is DL bound once again, and uh, yeah, but they didn't affect him too much last year. But yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I, I mean, I just I just think the loss of, but yeah, no, they obviously are a very good team and organization, and uh, obviously returning uh, World Series champions. So, um, all right, moving on over to the NL, and we'll end this with the NL Central again to leave our listeners in uh, suspense for our possible Brewer picks. Um, let's start it off. And uh, if you don't know, mind, you can keep starting off if you want. If you want me to lead off, I can. Sure. Let know.
1: But no, uh, let's matter. start
0: with the An- 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 East. Okay, in the
1: East, uh, let's go with <laughs> – I can't believe I'm saying it. Um, I think the Mets, I, I think that they've done enough to, to solidify some of the spots in their team. I know that they just had a very hard-luck injury to Edwin Diaz, but I still think that the Mets – have enough talent on that team? I can't. Again, I can't believe I'm saying that, but yeah, we'll go with the Mets. um We'll go Phillies two, Braves three, Marlins four, Nationals five. Very tough division. Very, very tough division uh in the top three spots. I think you could definitely make a case for any of the Mets, Braves, or Phillies finishing at the top of that division.
0: Yeah, it seems like there's three really good teams on both the AL East and the NL East. I agree with that definitely. I've got the Phillies winning this. Um, obviously, they took that big blow with Hoskins going down, and Harper is still going to return from injury yep. at some point this season. But I mean, they did sign Trey Turner, who is pretty freaking good, um, and and their rotation is pretty solid, uh, even though the back end now has some concerns. I saw, I'm going to pick the Phillies, um, and then the Braves, and then the Mets, and um, third, and then. Marlins fourth, Nationals definitely rebuilding and fifth overall in the yep. east. So, uh, yeah, moving on over, let's let's head over to the NL West.
1: NL West, um, God, I hate to say it. The Dodgers I still think are number one. I really wish they weren't. Love to love for them not to be. I really want the Padres. I'm I'm like on the fence about maybe picking the Padres. Um, you know what? What the hell? Let's 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 go crazy. Let's pick the Padres number one, the Dodgers number two. We'll go with the Giants at three, Diamondback, sorry Craig, at four, and the Rockies at five.
0: Yeah, no, actually, I have the exact same order. I've got the Padres win the division, Dodgers in second. Again, I just think the Dodgers—they didn't lose Trey Turner. Their their rotation um, has always got injury concerns, and it's not that deep this year. Even their bullpen, the loss of Canley Gent. Um, Kenley Jensen will probably, you know, have some effect. In fact, they're going by a bullpen committee entering the season, which I disagree with as a philosophy. I just don't think they're gonna, I think they're gonna finish second. So, Padres, Dodgers, um, Giants in third, Diamondbacks in fourth, um, breaking some rookies in, and the Rockies in fifth, who really don't have much of a plan. Uh, so Yeah. yeah,
1: my, my, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, no, yeah. My my biggest question for the Padres the last couple of seasons hasn't been a, a question of talent. It's always been about some of the chemistry issues that seemingly have emerged in that clubhouse. I know that there was some tension between Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis Jr. and, you know, some other things. But I, I, I really think that they've got just a ton of talent. Tatis is coming back this year. Uh, presumably, he's going to be healthy for, you know, most of the year. I think that, um, you know, their bullpen has been solidified, unfortunately, by Josh Hader. I think that they've got you know just a really good team top to bottom so i you know i i yeah the dodgers are really good too but i i i'm going to i'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with you i'm going to choose the padres
0: no i, I agree with the but i mean juan soto who they acquired last year and of course gave up a lot of good yeah. pieces for is arguably one of the best players in baseball he's only 24 years sure. old he's just amazing and then you add in some underrated like signings this year going this year like michael walker i think is an underrated pitcher who could throw you some nice innings and even like a saying like uh nelson cruz um to kind of be like a a bat with some depth and some experience i think a guy like bring him a guy uh, you know with some of these younger guy guys like um you know soto and tatis and machado i think it's just going to click for them this year and that that's why i picked them first so i wouldn't i wouldn't be shocked yeah and i think that this is their window with you know hater being a free agent at the end of this year this is their window that they really have to make a run if they're ever going to. So, um, all right. That brings us to the NL central. Here we go. <laughs> oh boy.
1: Oh boy. Um, you know, I'm also going to throw caution to the wind. I I'm going to pick Milwaukee for first place, despite the fact that I've been harping on them all winter for a bad off season in some ways. Um, uh, it's, it's truly just because I'm a homer, you know, with this stuff, I'm not necessarily necessarily thinking that that's going to be the case, but um, if our offense is, if our offensive players that we did get are able to to perform at the levels that they're capable of, but not necessarily expected to in the sense that they, they're they able to do it, but if they overperform a little bit, if Contreras is definitely an upgrade over Narvaez, if we get some power from Winker, if we get some power from Voight, if Telez continues to hit, you know, there's a lot of ifs. If the young guys can step up, I, I, you know, I'm very excited about Garrett Mitchell. Um, I'm pretty excited about Tereng. I, 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 think Urias, if he's used properly, which bringing up Tereng does to me, I think that that's pretty exciting. So that is kind of swaying me here. I think our pitching is clearly better than St. Louis. Um, I think our offense is questionable, but it could be. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cross my fingers and pick Milwaukee to win. To win the division, I'm not going to put any money on it, but I'm going to say Milwaukee, St. Louis, Chicago, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. There you go.
0: There you go. All right, Brewer fans. Well, unfortunately, I think I make the homer pick of picking the Brewers in first place almost every year, at least within reason of the last like five or so years. Um, unfortunately, I'm picking Cardinals in first. Uh, I hate saying that. Brewers in second. Uh, Cubs in third reds in fourth and pirates in fifth um first of all the cardinals have some really nice young hitters about to break through in the league with jordan walker nolan gorman um they always seem to find the large new bars of the world whatever the hell that means that's always a cardinal and so fortunately um if their pitching holds up uh they seem like they're gonna be the team to be in the nl central with that being said i really feel that the Brewers have a better shot of winning the division than they have, they have getting a wild card over the likes of like the Mets or Braves or whatever. So, or even yeah. <laughs> Dodgers in our scenario. So, I mean, I think that it's just going to be a battle again. The Brewers got to hope to stay healthy and I would have picked the Brewers in first, but I'm really disappointed. And the number one, I just don't understand what their plan was for the bullpen this year. I mean, I just don't get it. Um, I feel like we needed at least two more quality yeah. bullpen arms that just didn't come. And I mean, we could have, I mean, we lost the likes of like Brad, Brad Boxberg and didn't replace them with like really anyone uh, of that stature, in my opinion. So I think that's going to burn the Brewers in the long run, unfortunately. And even losing like a clubhouse guy like Brent Suter this year. I mean, I don't know. Um, I, I hope I'm wrong. But I think if the Brewers were to have a breakthrough success and win the division this year, it'll be not necessarily because of these Jesse Winkers and, and the Luke Voice of the world, but I think it'll be because they have major contributions from their rookies, namely Garrett Mitchell, Bryce Strang. Yeah. And I think – and the, yeah, I really feel that uh, Sal Freelick will be up at some point this year and contributing. And those three can put in – I, I think Joey
1: Weimer too, Craig.
0: Yeah. I think
1: Joey Weimer too. It's, very,
0: it's, a, very, it's a very good sh- possibility as well. Um. Uh, yeah. So. So any of those guys can make a huge difference. I think. Unfortunately, the Brewers are banking on the young guys. I think they held on, not trading any of those guys in the last couple off season or trade deadlines, lines, I should say, or off season, and therefore we're kind of banking on this wave of of young players, you know, to be part of the next successful Brewers team. And I hope that is the case. With that being said, I also think uh, Christian Yelich is going to have a really nice kind of bounce back solid year as a leadoff hitter um and you know Willie Willie Thomas um he, he really is uh, one of the best players and I think he's a spark for this team with his enthusiasm that he brings and then you've got all those role players like Tellez and you know I, I you know losing veterans like Wong will hurt but I think overall um overall I still like our team to be very competitive right to the end and hopefully that we can squeak into the playoffs in some form so um so I guess let's move on to the next, and that'd be um reiterating who your three uh champ three NL champions yeah. are and then your three wild cards. Okay.
1: Um my three wild cards in the NL, I'm gonna unfortunately yeah, the Cardinals will be one, the Phillies will be one, and the Braves will be one. <laughs> no, wait. Wow. The, the only really I
0: think that you you left the well the Dodgers were your Dodgers, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. No, I, I I misread that. Yeah, we're gonna have to go Dodgers, Dodgers, Cardinals, and Phillies.
0: Okay, yeah. So that that should be interesting. I'm sure Braves yeah. fans are are throwing things at their at their uh, screen and uh, and thinking right. that, that that that's right. Yeah, exactly. They, they you know what they they took away out.
1: our team back in the 1960s, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> I. I'm not, not too concerned. Um, champion coming out of the national league of uh, boy, I it's such a crap shoot this year. I'm, I'm going to go with the Padres.
0: Yeah. I, like yep. it. I don't,
1: I don't see this Brewers team, unfortunately, as being uh, deep enough in the playoffs to do much again. Um, I hope I'm wrong. You always have a chance with our front three starters. I just think that we're going to, we could potentially run into another 2021 like situation where the bats just sort of are hit or miss and they miss in big moments when you're facing big game pitchers. And that's what happened to us against Atlanta in 2021. And I don't think we've done enough to rectify those types of deficiencies um, yet. So unless we do something big at the deadline, uh, you know, where again, of course things can change, then we're going to, unfortunately, I think, see some of that lack of experience come in. We'll see. 2024 could be a huge year, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens at the deadline, but I, I don't hold my, hope, my hopes up too much with the deadline history of this current group of front office guys with Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, I hear you there. So, um, my division winners were the Phillies, Cardinals, and Padres. For the wild cards, I'm going to go with the Braves, Mets, and Dodgers, so unfortunately that leaves the Brewers out in the cold, which is where we've already been this entire winter. It sucks, but... Um, So, yeah, um, for my NL champion, I'm going to go with the Phillies over the Padres. Um, So, um, let's see, where does that leave for your World Series matchup and prediction, Vince? Um, That leaves me with
1: a uh, Padres first-time ever World Championship.
0: Padres, and then I forgot who you picked for your um, NL Padres. Padres, Padres, Padres Rays, Padres, Rays. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, Um, and mine is even uh, also kind of wildly out there, but I'm going to go with the Mariners over the Phillies for the World Series. (laughs) So speaking, we both have we both have first time uh, World Series champions. I guess our predictions.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, our Milwaukee Brewers are still not uh, that first time World Champion (laughs) for either one of us.
0: And it sucks because this should have been a, a year that was one of our key window years to take advantage of uh, Burns and Peralta being on the team. We would have still had Josh Hader all this year too. I, 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 yep. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, this this should have been, been the year for the verse to mark that off. But instead, maybe it'll be for the Padres and the Mariners instead. I don't know. That's what we're predicting. Yeah, but.
1: honestly, it should have been this year and next year. You know, uh, even with Hater, I think is a free agent after this season, right? It, yeah. I, I was thinking that 2022, 20, 2023, 2024 were our three big window years to contend because you've got the starting rotation locked down. Hayter was for two of those seasons, and you've got this young crop of guys coming up who I do really like a lot with Weamer, Mitchell, Freelich, um Terang, and even, even next year, we might even – Churio next year, and maybe even this year we'll see him. But yeah. – um Anyways, yeah, frustrating. I, I even think under that scenario, you re-sign Hater to a really huge one-year deal going into next season, and whatever. But, um, anyways, we didn't do that.
0: No, we did not. So, with that being said, I mean maybe there's an influx of youth will, will will push us into the playoffs at least. And once we, get, I, th- I just truly believe once again the playoffs, anything can happen, especially with our rotation, assuming that's intact. Yeah. I mean, there is. It just it it scares me because I think if we fall out of contention or at least a number of games out going in the train deadline. There's gonna be a major push by brewer fans and and, and practical yep. practicality of us being like time to sell off and restock yep. some yep. have Burns and Woodruff and, and some other pieces. Yep. Even Adamus, Adamus option. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think the brewers have to make a really good showing the first four months of the season. Hopefully we can push it deep into the playoffs this year. And and once we get there, anything can happen. So I know we're kind of running out yeah. of podcast events, uh, but let's just quick do um, uh, quickly around the horn. Who are you going to have for your Brewers rookie of the year this season?
1: Um, well, I guess I have to check with the official uh, scorekeepers here at home. Is, does Garrett Mitchell still count as a rookie? Did he qualify for rookie? or to, uh, yeah, to, I believe he's a rookie. Well, I'm going to go with Garrett Mitchell then. I think that Garrett's going to have a, a good year. I think that he has consistently shown the ability to hit at every level he's been at and um, taking over as a starting center fielder this year should give him some peace of mind. He's, he's, you know, it's it's not good that Tyrone Taylor had an injury, but um, it is what it is. So here we've got Garrett Mitchell, clearly the opening day center fielder in my opinion, who who is going to start fresh from day one. I'm going to go with Garrett
0: Mitchell. All right, there we go. Yeah. Um, Mitchell year only had 61 at bats of the Brewers, so he's definitely still a rookie. That's a great pick. Um, I'll go with Bryce Trang then. Um, I, I do think nice. so Free Like will also contribute, and possibly even Weimer. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Bryce Trang, Uh assuming he's going to have a kind of an underrated breakout rookie year. Um, okay, so for Unsung Brewer of the Year, who would be your pick for that?
1: Unsung Brewer of the Year. Um... I'm going to go, well, I was talking about this with our anonymous source, Tom Carter, uh, earlier today. Um, we were talking over a few things. He wanted me to keep under wraps. But um, one of those things was that William Contreras is probably going to be a little underrated in a sense that he's there you know, as a catcher, sort of doing his thing, but he's doing a lot of things behind the scenes that bring him up to that level that uh, a guy like Omar Narvaez really couldn't get. So I think I'm going to go with William Contreras.
0: All right, I'm going to go with a local product who happened to make the opening day roster, and that's Owen Miller. Um Hi. not sure how he's going to get playing time, but I assume that there might be an injury somewhere where he'd get some some reps and uh, kind of just be an unsung crowd, you know, fan favorite and unsung hero for this year. Um, all right, now we're going to uh, – I don't know if you want to go over your uh, Brewer pitcher and Brewer hitter of the year.
1: Uh, Brewer pitcher is going to be Corbin Burns. Uh, He's clearly an incredible talent. Um, I think, unfortunately, he's going to be pitching lights out, partially because that's just who he is as a competitor, but also because he really wants to prove to the front office some things after that ugly arbitration hearing. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to go with Corbin Burns as my pitcher of the year. Hitter of the year. Boy, um, hitter of the year. I'm going to go i'm gonna go with rowdy Teles. i think that he continues to to show improvements in his game i love the i love his power um i like the fact that he's got gap power i i like rowdy tellez let's let's say rowdy
0: all right um i'm gonna go with pitcher of the year freddie peralta assuming he stays healthy for once and um really breaks through as a great picture pitcher um and for my hitter of the year, I'll go with Willie Domus. Um, like I already mentioned, I think y'all just gonna have a really solid season. I do think Luke Voigt will have a better season than Jesse Winker, I'll just throw that out there. But, um, yeah. overall, I really hope both those guys do well. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go with Willie Domus because, again. I think he's made strides each of his last couple of years. And um, obviously, his batting average is a little bit low last year, and he does strike out a lot. But I think if he can cut down on the strikeouts, and bring the average up a little bit, he could really be an unbelievable hitter. You know, he hit 30 bombs last year. So, I mean, yeah, he's going to be my hitter, Brewer hitter of the year. And we really need him in the middle of that lineup for sure. Um, but yeah, Rowdy Tlaza is also a great pick as well. So, um, nice. Yeah, so that's something to look forward to, Brewer fans. So, again, there's there's still plenty of excitement going in the season, just like every uh, spring. Hope spring's eternal. There, there's there's still an arrow point out. We still have one of the best rotations in Brewer history. Um, we still have a lockdown closer in Devin Williams, who I think is even getting better. Um, you know, it, we could always – the thing is my mentioning that I'm really disappointed in the bullpen. That's something that I, I believe that you can fix in season, especially for the trade deadline. But uh, so I'm not super worried about that. But I think, again, the keys to the season, in my opinion, for the Milwaukee Brewers is going to be the youth movement. And, and, and some of these guys, Trang and Mitchell, like we both uh, predicted have to come through for us, for us to really have a success, uh, successful 2023. And I, bl- I really have faith in those guys that they can do that. So that, that'll be.
1: Uh, hey, Craig, we never answered. Um, who do you think is going to be the Brewers overall team MVP? Um I'll, I'll just say that that's an actual award that's given by the, the Baseball Writers Association here in Milwaukee. Um, I don't know if we got our invite from our colleagues last year, but it's probably in the mail. But um, it can be a pitcher or a hitter. Um, I know that the last two seasons, Willie Adamas won it the year before that was Corbin Burns. Um, you know, But throughout the team's history, there, have, there has been one guy that's been named Team MVP every year. I don't think we talked about it yet.
0: Yeah, so I'm assuming that that's probably one of my hitter pitchers year. I'm gonna go with a Damus. So I guess three people. third
1: year in a row. Woo, that's great.
0: I mean, I saw him at the fan event. Fans love him. He he's very charismatic. I just think he has a love for baseball and for improving. And I think he's just passes. You know, entering his baseball prime. And so that's I yeah. I'm expecting to have his best year ever this year um yep. which is huge and the brewers really need it from him so I'll, I'll go with him i think he's one of the most important valuable pieces on the team right now at this juncture
1: yeah great great pick uh i've been going back and forth between william Contreras and devin williams myself um i am going to go with william Contreras. i think he wins it um just because he's going to clearly be an upgrade at a position that we needed an upgrade in
0: oh and the thing that scares me about uh, another great pick uh Even mentioning Devin Williams, I think he's the Brewer that we are least likely uh, can afford to lose, if that makes any sense. Yeah, Uh, totally agree. Just because of how we haven't built good depth. I mean, no offense to Matt Bush or whatever, but um, I really really just think without Devin Williams, people are not going to be scared of our bullpen whatsoever, um, nor should they be. So Devin Williams, I think, is a huge, huge (laughs) factor. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, who's, our, who's our closer if William gets hurt? Right? I mean, we lost Rogers.
1: We obviously don't have hater. I mean, is it, is it Matt Bush is our closer? Well, I believe it, just because he's, be he's kind of hurt.
0: designated as a setup man. So it probably would be. And he's got some closing experience. But, again, he's in his upper 30s and has some, you know, I don't know. He doesn't. Uh, maybe maybe K-Rod is available. We should, we should sign him. Oh, boy. Well, he, he also has some <laughs> off-field issues. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's hope not so no let's let's yeah. hope for good health and that's that's all you can really yeah. ask for uh happiness yep. and health going into 2023 brewer season so all right well uh thanks for tuning in all of our listeners um vince i don't know if there's any other things you need to throw out there but
1: yeah just really quick uh, give us a follow brooker review one on twitter um send us any email questions brooker review podcast with an s at gmail.com we'll get to those uh thank you craig thank you scotty thank you chad uh thank you tom carter and um happy opening day to everybody we're really excited about another season of brewers baseball happy to be covering it for y'all and uh excited to to be up in milwaukee uh next week in person for opening day
0: all right yeah i'm looking looking to see a game with you vince here uh the first week of the season absolutely get out to uh yep absolutely and yeah, exciting to ha- have baseball back here as we're we're here just on the cusp of opening day, and uh, this is like six more months. So six or seven, let's let's call it seven more months of pure happiness with baseball. I know that's that's a big part of Scott's life as well. So um it, it, it's happiness all around for everyone. Chad loves baseball, it's like having a puppy. Everyone.
1: Yeah. Yep. It's like America <laughs> apple pie and. Puppy it's, it's perfect. Absolutely. All right, Gregor. that Sounds great. Uh go Brewers and we'll we'll see y'all after uh the first week of the season for our next show.
0: All right. Stay classy, Wisconsin. Go Brewers. Do, do,
1: do, do.